showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to Saturday Matinee Theater, brought to you by your friends at the Longbox Crusade. We're here in jolly old England in our recording studio set up at 221B Baker Street, and I am your host, Jared Albrick, the yard sale artist, and joining me, as always, is the Watson to my Sherlock, Pat Sampson, a.k.a. DJ Cristados. How are we feeling tonight, Dr. Cristados? Oh, uh, hey, sardines. <laughs> sardines Albrick, is that you? Is that you, Plinko? <laughs> Yes, that's me. Oh, man, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. It really has. I miss you, sardines. I miss the way you smell. (laughs) (laughs) It smells so good. Let's just set the next couple plays out there, Christina. This is kind of weird. Oh, man. Also joining me for this episode slash intervention for Pat's substance abuse problem is my brother, the older, wiser brother, Jason, the Mycroft to my Sherlock, Jason Weasel Skull Albrick. How are we doing? Well, you know, the old saying, who destroys my sleep destroys himself. (laughs) (laughs) I guess nobody better wake up, Jason. (laughs) Don't wake me up before you go, go. (laughs) I am not going solo. Yeah, Okay, so don't wake up Jason, everybody. We also have with us our favorite constable, Delvin, the Dark Web Wilkins. How do you do, Bobby Wilkins? I am very good, and because of this episode, I was motivated to start a new band. It's going to be 19th century, kind of playing old-timey music, and I'm going to call it Blinko and the Sardines. (laughs) Oh, I like it. It's catchy. Nice. Right? (laughs) That is cool. Maybe we'll play a little Blinko and the Sardines music later in the show. <laughs> It'll be like Hootie and the Blowfish, but old timey. <laughs> I only want to be I'm, with you. Hold thine hand. <laughs> Hold thine hand. I only want to be with Holmes. <laughs> My goodness, we're off to a rousing start tonight. People might be wondering if this is their first episode, what they've stumbled into. What the hell is going on? Cristados, <laughs> would you enlighten them? Well, I certainly, Jared. I can do that for you anytime, sardines. <laughs> Thanks, Blinko. <laughs> Saturday Matinee Theater is a retro review, sometimes index show brought to you by The Longbox Crusade, where we'll be taking you back to the past with some potentially overlooked retro awesomeness in the realm of television, movie serials, or films. Basically, if it's vintage or it's kind of forgotten, we're going to dig it up. We've got some plans for down the road, but for the first stretch of Saturday Matinee Theater, we'll be covering all 39 episodes of the 1954 television series Sherlock Holmes, with some sprinkles of other fun tossed in from time to time. 1954 Sherlock Holmes was produced by Sheldon Reynolds. It starred Ron Howard as Sherlock Holmes and H. Marion Crawford as Dr. Watson. So take off your deerstalker cap, light your pipe, get cozy by the fireplace, and let the soothing violin music of Mr. Sherlock Holmes whiskey away into the past. But don't forget to catch that train and stop talking to those women. <laughs> Rousing as usual, my friend. Rousing as usual. Mm-hmm. 
Jason tickling the ivories, Pat on the violin. You guys do a good job. Yeah, we're, we're thinking about taking it, you know, downtown, picking up a few gigs here hey, and there. Maybe, while we're... maybe you could join Blinko in a sardine. Oh, <laughs> Man, <laughs> we were looking for a name for the band. There we go. There you go. You got it. That's yours free of charge. Awesome. I think that'll yeah, work. If you need another violin player, I can make myself available. Uh, I think we're good. I think mm. I think we're okay. Yeah, I saw it coming, but it was still hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> you know the saying, you know, too many terrible violin we're players. We're not in your league. The <laughs> we're, we're just not in your league. That's not a saying, Melvin. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're right. Nobody's in my league. Nobody. <laughs> Delvin, save me. Just save me. Absolutely. And on that positive, uplifting note, or in Pat speak, speaking of bad (laughs) violin playing, let's get into the episode info. Episode 17 was titled The Case of the Laughing Mummy. (laughs) 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 The original air date was 7 February 1955. The director was Sheldon Reynolds. The writer was Charles Early with guest stars. June Crawford as Rowena, Barry McKay as Reggie Taunton, and Paul Boniface as Professor Von Galkins. As a reminder, all 39 episodes are available on YouTube. We highly encourage you to watch this episode before proceeding with this podcast because not only is it just more fun that way, but Jared is about to give a synopsis about this episode, and then we're going to discuss it. And then we're going to spoil it. So anyway, if you haven't watched this episode, we recommend you pause here. Go check it out on YouTube and then come back to join our discussion. And at only 26 minutes per episode, is not that big of a time demand. For those of you who are watching along with us, we'd love to hear your insights. Don't forget to comment about the show on Twitter using the hashtag I'm following homes. Jason? I'm following homes. Blinko! Is that me? I'm following homes. <laughs> sardines! Oh, I'm sardines. Hashtag I'm following homes. <laughs> Hashtag I'm following home. And with that, let's turn it over to Jared for the episode summary. I got you covered. and Watson are catching a train for a fishing trip when they bump into an old friend of Watson's, Reggie Sardines Taunton. Reggie tells our lads... Uh-huh. Did you do a Taunton noise? Yeah, that was my Taunton noise. <laughs> a, I figured there was one coming. <laughs> Reggie tells our lads about an Egyptian mummy that he has, courtesy of his uncle. But this mummy is peculiar because it laughs. Many visitors to the Taunton home have heard... Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> Many... <laughs> I'm leaving it in. Many visitors... 
<laughs> Many visitors to the Taunton home have heard this eerie laugh. Reggie doesn't want to give up the mummy, but his fiance's aunt is trying to use it as an excuse to cancel the pending nuptials, so he asks Holmes for help. While dining with Reggie, his fiance Rowena, Rowena's less than friendly aunt, and a friend of the family slash archaeologist Professor Von Galkins, the shrill sound of the mummy's laugh pierces the home. Will Holmes figure out where the laughter is coming from? Well, yes, in short order, actually. But will he solve the deeper mystery that is at play with the mummy? And will Reggie's rosodendrons be entered in the local flower show? And will Probably anyone not. <laughs> will anyone get a decent meal? Tune in to find out. Let's do some highs and lows. Let's start with Jason. What's a high or a low for us this evening? Well, I don't have a whole heck of a lot of lows. I think I'll start with the ant. I thought she was freaking hilarious. <laughs> I love the line when she says to Holmes, after Holmes tells her that he's a detective, well, no wonder the crime rate's going up. And the look that he gives her is just priceless. <laughs> it was hilarious. She was something else, man. I like how by the time they had one interaction with her, the next time they're literally hiding behind their newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> Was it because when when Din Watson say that I'm a doctor and she says, "Oh, a veterinary medicine, no doubt," and he's like, "I am a graduate at the Royal Physicians Academy." Oh, uh, Agatha, I'm just gonna chime in here, Jason, because that was my first one too. Apparently, she is a founding member of the Haters Club. She hated everybody. She hated the sardines. She freaking hated Holmes. She hated Watson. She probably hated the air. <laughs> really? She probably could have shut that mummy up eventually. <laughs> Delvin, what do you got, man? High or low? That was already my first high. So, you know what? I will sacrifice my high in honor of the hate that came from us. She didn't like the food. <laughs> well, no one liked the food, to uh. be fair. <laughs> it, it was just hilarious. I mean, she sat there and she just, her, her whole job, she just gets up and's like, what am I going to hate on today? <laughs> I got to make somebody miserable. <laughs> I only slept five hours, 56 minutes. I should have slept six hours. He's got a nickname of Sardine. He probably smells like sardines. So we've got two highs now. And Agatha gets double highs. Wow. Pat, what do you got? You got to get the two or are you going to bring in something fresh? I really got a kick out of the beginning with Watson. You don't know why he's running. And it's mm -hmm. like they only show his feet and, you know, him running into different people and because he's trying to make the train. And then you find out why he's late. And Holmes deduces why, because he's busy talking to a lady friend at the bar. Whoa. Play on, player. Yeah, that's right. Jared, what I want to know, though, is did he do it? Dude, he was at a train station. But did he do it? <laughs> <laughs> All <laughs> uh, jokes for Jared Delvin. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. Like, he deduced it. He'd been at a bar, and he's like, I doubt you were talking to a bar man. <laughs> yeah. Because of the water staying on his elbow. You know, I'm done with Watson. Heck yeah. We, we have, we have surmised that Watson, you know, spends some time at the pub, which was and probably is England's version of the club, right? So mm -hmm. he's got to pick up the lady somewhere. Yeah, it's weird because apparently he's got to be in the mood. Because remember when he was in the in with the dancing girls, he didn't look comfortable. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he was going all claiming in there. He man. probably knew two or three of them. <laughs> Jason, give me a higher low, man. I mentioned the last episode that I was a little disappointed because there wasn't a lot of mystery in the last one. It seemed like there was a lot more mystery this time. Mm-hmm. And Holmes put on a lot of deductive caps, if you will. I wasn't guessing where this was going this time, so I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Yeah, the show definitely, like, you think, oh, he's going to solve this laughing mummy mystery, and then it just, like, bursts open into a whole other mystery. Yeah. I like that, too. Anybody not like that, or does everybody dig that? I thought it was interesting. I won't say that I was the hugest fan of it, but it wasn't, I mean, there better have been some mystery, because it was like, oh, yeah, it's a weather rain. <laughs> yep. Yeah, big gulps, huh? <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. there better have been something. Yeah, that was kind of disappointing finding out that the sound's coming from a weather vane and how they found it real quick. Yeah, they definitely needed another mystery and they did okay with that. No big heartburn with it or anything like that. Guys, if we think about this, Professor Von Galkins, so he desecrated a grave to cover up a homicide. Mm-hmm. Well, they were already desecrating graves. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay, we have this ancient Egyptian warrior prince, you know, and oops, oh, my friend fell dead. Oh, man, they're going to think I murdered him. So, you know what? I'm going to put him in this sarcophagus and then age his body. All I'm saying is, this dude should probably be in prison. Yeah, I felt the same way. And I thought it was weird, too, because if I remember correctly, didn't the professor say they scuffled because the other guy wanted to open the tomb? Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, no, we need to preserve it for science or whatever. And then after the guy dies, I guess he's like, oh, F that. (laughs) Yeah, he didn't want to get murdered. Let me dump this mummy and wrap my buddy up, put him in the sarcophagus, call it a day. And oh, by the way, I mean, the curse on the sarcophagus kind of says, don't disturb my sleep. (laughs) That mommy's sleep was very disturbed. Who destroys my sleep destroys himself. Exactly. So that dude might already be dead man walking is all I'm saying. What do you got, Pat? The mystery was kind of an odd one when it turned like that. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. felt it was kind of really different at that time. It kind of bugged me a little bit because it just didn't make sense. Like Devlin said, the guy was, did did he not harm the guy? They were fighting, so obviously there was some ill-temperedness there. He may have harmed him, but not to the point of killing him. They just yeah, tossed all right. yeah. He just yeah, freaked out the because the guy died and he was like, crap, they're going to pin this on me. So he tried to find a way to basically hide a body. Pretty clever way to hide a body, too. Yeah. I thought it was clever, but I'm, I feel like Delvin and I think this is where Pat's going that, okay, so he didn't kill the guy, which is good, but he was willing to just let that guy disappear and let his family wonder what happened to him forever. And that's bad. Yeah, and he kind of was... had the perfect setup because the guy never went home. He never really wrote home. So the guy was kind of disappeared anyway, you know, so. Yeah, yeah I guess. You bring up a solid point. But that was That's... his friend, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think what he did wasn't necessarily illegal. No, know? I'm pretty sure it's illegal. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of got to let the cops sort that one out, Jared, right? We've all done it. No. No, Jared. (laughs) No. (laughs) I don't think we've all done it, Jared. Are you giving away secrets again? Uh, uh, Pat, you you do highs and lows? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I'll give you a a low. (laughs) 
<sighs> and nobody mentioned it, but I'm going to mention it. There's no flashback in this one. Uh, Wait, you're giving that a low? I thought we didn't like Yeah, because I got used to... Um, I got used to <laughs> now he wants his flashback? Yeah, I want my flashback. Oh, no, come on. I do want flashback? There's no pleasing you, man. I know. There is one way of pleasing him. Pat's on the straight and narrow, man. He's clean now. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> that didn't sound like he was clean. <laughs> I was gonna say, I mean, if that you know that's the case, I was feeling a little bit generous with the you know brandy key, but you know if you're in a straight and narrow, dude, you're well, uh, you know, Dutch man's I about as clean as a Bangkok whorehouse. <laughs> Blinko doesn't mind a drink here. Now, <laughs> See how he got the name Blinko. <laughs> I want to know how they got the names. Yes, that's the mystery right there. Is how did that guy get his name Sardines? And how did Watson get the name Blanco or Blink? I don't even know what it was. Yeah, good question. They just mentioned them. I, I'm assuming those are old army names, maybe? Yeah, army buddies or school buddies, what I figured. I like that guy. He was of good cheer, just like a nice guy, and I thought he was a cool character. And since nobody brought it up in their highs and lows, <laughs> Watson fell off the roof. <laughs> oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> that was awesome. He fell off the roof. And besides that in itself being funny, it was also funny. It took Holmes, Sherlock Holmes, the greatest detective <laughs> in the world, about 20 to 30 seconds to realize he had fallen off the roof. That little bit of comedic timing, you can't teach that. That's like, the glue that holds the show together, man. It is. It, is. it really is. It really is. It's just more of that very enjoyable banter between Holmes and Watson that I have come to enjoy. So, yeah. It was also funny. Watson kept trying to get equal credit for solving yeah. mysteries. <laughs> Especially after he fell off the roof and she was like, oh, Holmes went up there and solved the whole thing. He's like, madam, <laughs> I will remind you I was up there too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Whitson. Watson! Watson. <laughs> and old boy Sardines is like, not my rhododendrons. <laughs> oh, you may withdraw your entry. <laughs> Yeah, he had some good ones, man. Now y'all got me spying his mustache, too. I'm still trying to figure out if it's real or fake. I don't know. It didn't do any crazy jumps this episode like it did last episode. Speaking about crazy jumps, they had some weird angles in the show as well, too. Did you guys notice that? Some camera angles? Yeah, when things got uncomfortable with Van Galkins, when things started getting uncomfortable, they went to those uncomfortable camera angles. Yeah, tilted to the Mm -hmm. side a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they used to do that on the old Batman show with Adam West. Yeah, yeah. Whenever the villains were in the frame, because they they wanted it to feel different when the villains were. It was their scene, so they're always filmed at weird angles. You're right about the camera work. You're playing the role of old Ben tonight. I'm channeling him. I like that couple, though, too. Taunton and his fiance. How can you get a wife like that? They were just cute together. Like, they cooked a crappy meal, but they sure had fun doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely did appreciate his jokes as well, because he threw a lot of bad jokes. And she was just like... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it reminded me of my marriage. <laughs> Jerry, yeah. Yeah, Chubby mummy and then just the disappointed look. <laughs> oh, goodness. Why, you do why get those disappointed again? looks a lot. <laughs> You're going to keep a dead body in the office or your little area in your house? Well, he didn't know. It just was legit mummy. I don't know. That would creep me out. It would me too, to be honest. Just to give it, you know, historical perspective. Back in those days, tomb raiding in Egypt was a craze. Mm. 
you know, everybody wanted to explore Egypt and find the next hidden tomb type of deal. So yeah, so you could take it back and put it in your room. Yeah, pretty much. You had a whole Egypt room. Yeah, I know. Y'all don't have one. <laughs> no, my Egypt room is dope, man. <laughs> I guess it's the equivalent of our comics and action figures and what have you rooms we got. Yeah, but I don't have Dead Adam West in my room. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> it's too expensive. <laughs> And on that note, let's move into the fun <laughs> facts with Jared. June Crawford, who played Rowena, worked in film all over the world. I mean, all over the world. She worked in films all throughout Europe, America, the Middle East, and Japan. And while she was in Japan, she did a lot of voiceover work, dubbing over 300 Japanese films to English. So she's done a lot of stuff. So basically, if you've seen an old Japanese film, good chance she did some of the voice work on it. Any erotic film? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> That was not in her bio like we had last time. Uh, Plus, Pat, you got an update on that? Are you still working on a career in erotic film voiceover? Yeah, it's not doing too well right now, you know. Kind of petered out? Yes. (laughs) You could say that. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of stiff competition. Yeah. (laughs) You'll get ahead. Hopefully you don't sound too wooden. (laughs) Let me move into my next fun fact. Paul Bonifus, 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 who played Professor von Galken, played Mr. Felix in 1963's Charade, and that is one of my favorite films of all time. If you've never seen Charade, make the time in your life to see Charade. That is an excellent movie. It's got Cary Grant, Walter Matthau, Audrey Hepburn. It's really good. And Paul Bonifus. And Paul Bonifus, or Bonifus, Bonifus. or Whatever his name is. So, with all those fun facts, guys, let's get our pipes out. Pat, you're looking very clean today, very clear. Proud of you. Thank you. I've been working on it. We're all proud I'm, of you. Good. So, uh, you guys, if you don't mind, I will pass out some pipes here then. No. Uh, no. 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 Delvin's in charge of the pipes. I'll go ahead and dole them out. Here we go, gents. Here we go. Thank what you. can I be in charge of then? Sobriety. Methadone. (laughs) (laughs) You're on the recovery road, man. It's no fun. All right. Well, the way we score these around here is if you give it a five, that means you love this episode. And a four means you thought it was very good. And three, you thought "Eh, it was just good. And two was like, eh, just okay. And one, I did not like it. So, Delvin, what do you think, man? I want to give it a three. The biggest thing that I can't get over is I can't even ignore the mystery part. But the fact that the dude basically covered up his friend, the so-called one of his best friends dying like that, that just really rubbed me the wrong way. And Holmes and Watson kind of like, eh, well, you didn't kill him. So, eh. I mean, they know Lestrade, who didn't make an appearance, by the way. He could have came in and, you know, threw like, a deadpan line or something like that. Like, You'll be needing your mummy. <laughs> something so i give it a three a three from delvin what do you got jason well i'm gonna probably be the outlier here i'm giving this one a five i absolutely i enjoyed the characters it had holmes deductive ability put on full display it had a good story it had twists and turns and like i said i just laughed throughout this episode i really enjoyed it it's getting a five pipe from me you surprised me you usually telegraph your five jason that's Keeping my cards close to the vest this time, good you sir. You did. Well done, sir. Well done. Pat? He was keeping it under wraps. 
<laughs> oh, a mummy joke. I get it. I get it. <laughs> he gave himself a good one. I heard it. I hear some of what Jason's saying, and I hear what Delvin's saying as well, too. I'm going to give it a three. I did find it funny. To me, it was that out of a story. I'm still trying to figure out, okay, well, did, did you guys just leave that guy's body there now? He's not a mummy. Times are different. Sardines leaving him there yeah. now? And what, what is it going to do? I, I, I don't understand that. This one really threw me for an odd loop, and then the guy doesn't get arrested at all or anything, even though he didn't do I don't know. I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's three. It was good. Okay. How about you? I don't know how well I hold my card my vest, but I'm giving it a five. I'm on Team Jason. Oh, oh, oh. oh, I thought I was going to be alone. Oh, no, I love this episode. I loved it. We had like a mystery that led to another mystery, and that was different. We've never seen that on the show before, so I like that fresh look, and the humor was all there. So I really liked it. If you've never killed a man and tried to hide his body in an Egyptian sarcophagus, then, you know. You ain't lived. You've never lived, you know, so. <laughs> We need to have a conversation. And, oh boy. and, and I'm supposed to be the one that's sober? <laughs> I thought I was the wrong one. Listen, we all have our problems, you know. <laughs> you like the substances, and I've killed a few people. <laughs> Stuffed him in the sarcophagus. Hey, well, 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 why don't we talk about it over a drink? <laughs> You can apple juice. <laughs> How's he make you a cup of tea? Spike tea? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> goodness. You know, I think the scores do reflect how interesting and different the episode was. We got yeah. two threes and two fives. It's like you either in it or you're not in it for this one. <laughs> two polar opposites here. Yeah. yeah. Team in the sarcophagus or team out of the sarcophagus? <laughs> I was going to say team sardines or team Blanco. <laughs> That's even better. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Those are our pipe ratings, so I think it's time we go peek into the mail bag. Who's got uh, the mail bag today? If you guys give me the pipes, I'll put them away. Mm, maybe no, next time. I think Delvin can put the pipes away. I'll get the mail bag. <laughs> All right. Maybe Please. next time, Pat. You're doing good, though, man. Pat, you just sit there and think about life and your choices. I am. So that's why I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> Think about them soberly, Pat. Soberly. No one likes a sober Pat. (laughs) (laughs) Brian Daly sure doesn't, that's for sure. Exactly. All right. Well, these are the folks out there that are giving us the shares and the likes and the retweets on social media, spreading the word about the show. We can't thank you enough. We really appreciate that. Let's do the list. And Delvin, crank it up. Heck yeah. We'll start with Aaron Head Moss. Thanks, Aaron. Excuse What? Sorry. Thanks, Head. Abriel Lopez. Al Sedano. Well, I believe he has my checkbook. Nope. It's not no. 1987. Left my wallet in Al Sedano. Left my wallet in Al Sedano. Gots to get it. I got to get it. Professor Alan Middleton. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Kaikendall. He wore a raspberry bilberry. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to our old buddy Bob Busta. Busta. Thanks, Bob. Bradford William. We got Charles Chuck Atuck. Thanks, man. Oh, and I won the lottery today. I got Chris at BTO and Bat Books. Let it roll. Oh. Dad. Got a show now. Coffee and Comics blog. I think we all know who that is. Thanks, Coffee and Comics. Gene Hendricks. Thanks, Gene. Green Lantern HG. And his alter ego. Alter ego. Not alter eagle. An eagle's a bird. (laughs) 
Good Hal Jordan. Thanks for listening, Hal. Isabella Sela. Big thanks to Ivan Chudley. Kathleen Roche. Kevin Dale Duncan. Maria Cotris. Very proud to say this one. Mike Peacock. Professor Frenzy. Then we got the hard traveling heroes, Rad Adventures. Thanks for listening, Rad. Been around the world, literally. If I had my choice which one to call my baby, I would go with Ruth Sutherland. <laughs> She's next on our list. Sorry, Darren, maybe next time. Although your beard game is on point. It is. Quite on that point. is a legit beard. Shout out to our friend, Mr. Ryan Daly. Hashtag I'm enabling Pat. <laughs> <laughs> Sandra Morris Robel. Thanks, Sandra. And I'd like to give everybody a full Wally, but uh, I've just got to give you a tad Wally right here. <laughs> Thanks tad. for listening, Ted. Thanks, Ted. Oh, I get the hammer strikes. Random geeky stuff. Come on down. You're the next contestant on Tim Price. <laughs> I will be unpacking the power of the power pack. Who unpacks the power of the power pack? Ain't nobody unpacked the power of the power pack. Like I'm unpacking the power of the power pack. <laughs> Ain't no power like the power pack. Power of the power pack. Power don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll bring this to a close with Valjean McLaughlin. Okay, let's get actually into the mailbag. See what letters have been sent here to two twenty one B. I will read the first comment. I'll get my own. Get half my own supply. I'm sorry, Pat. Bad phrasing. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, watch those words wrong now. Don't be an enabler to me. I'll do my best. I've got a comment here from Unpacking the Power of the Power Pack, and they said, okay, I think it's past time that I started hashtag following homes. Wait, did I screw that up? Hashtag I'm following homes? Yes, it's hashtag I'm following homes. No matter what Drunken Pat tells you, they <laughs> tricked poor Drake into following him down his rabbit hole of depth and darkness, but it's hashtag I'm following homes. Hashtag pass the pipe to Pat. <laughs> Let me get another letter out. And this letter is for Pat. It is from Mr. Ryan Daly. And Ryan says, just got to say, this was Pat's best episode yet. Ooh. I didn't even know what I said. Yeah, you're kind of um, sauced. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> demon in a bottle. But that demon's got talent. <laughs> Ryan says, hashtag I'm following Holmes. Hashtag I'm enabling Pat. Woohoo! <laughs> Goodness. That, that's a good friend there. You know, you talk about friends helping friends. Here's Ryan comes along and he helps me along here. And you guys, poof. Listen, man, you've had a really good show tonight and you haven't had to sauce it up. Take pride in that, man. How did you just pee your pants? <laughs> <laughs> Pat's nope. got the shakes. <laughs> well, we'll get that sorted out. Let me get this out of the mail. I think that's Delvin's. Sweet. So I will uh, take one from Ivan Chutley, who says, another great Bond show. Hashtag pass Pat the pipes. <laughs> Hashtag pass Pat the key. Why is everyone the trying to the key? Are you he trying to end his life? Oh Alcoholism no. is not funny, listeners. Come on. <laughs> it's a little support. All right. Going back in the mailbag. I got the last one. I believe is Jason. You go. Thank you. This one is from Hal Jordan, and it says Drake bringing some class to the show or bringing his class down. Yeah, column A, column B. B yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it was fun having my youngest on the show. That was a good time. I think he had fun too. I did. We all know. <laughs> we we know you had too much fun. Pat. It was a nice guy. 
he was he was a friendly guy, unlike some of the people I know. <laughs> <laughs> he was a friendly guy. He had a lot of wit. You can tell that Albert wit runs through his veins, but he was an enabler, Pat. And we might not be able to have him back on the show. We want to help you. Yes, we got to keep you safe because you're the only one who knows how to drop these sound effects into the podcast. <laughs> and we love you. Yeah. yeah, oh, oh, yeah. Well, mostly A, but still. All right, you guys have a good point. I only have two sarcophaguses in their both buildings. So. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so that's it for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. If you'd like to hear more from us in the realm of comic books, check out the Longbox Crusade. Pat? Where can they find that? You can find that on iTunes, Google Play, and most podcatchers. Or you can listen to it on www.longboxcrusade.com. You can also find us on the Twitter at Longbox Crusade or on Facebook at Longbox Crusade. We're also on Instagram as well at Longbox Crusade too. So give us a follow at all three places. Thank you, Pat. If you want to hear us on our track through all the James Bond films, check out Under Majesty's Secret Podcast. Jared, where can they find that? Oh, it's... Christopher Walken sitting in for Jared tonight. What? Christopher Walken? We haven't seen you in a while. It's, it's, it's Sweetums himself. Yeah, I, I took over for Sean. Sean's uh, he's in a clinic, let's just say. And if you're interested in Honor Majesty's Secret Podcast, you can go to iTunes or Google Play. Most podcasts, www.secretpodcast.podbean.com. It's on Twitter, at OHMSpod. You know, I just want to wish well. Sean Connery's in the clinic. We both won Best Supporting Actor. I was in a Bond film. You guys will get there. It's not very good, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you happiest, Mr. Walken? Oh, I'm happiest in the saddle. You got it. You got it. All right. (laughs) That's all. I'll turn it back over to you, Jason. Thank you, Mr. Walken. If you'd like to chat with us online, we can be found at Pat Lead Us Off. Jason, you can find me at Christatos01 on the Twitter. Jared? Oh, I am at Yard Sale Artist on Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter tweets. So just at Yard Sale Artist and you will find me, Delvin. I would be remiss if I didn't say that that was not Christopher Walken. <laughs> that was Jared. That was definitely Christopher Very bad impersonation. <laughs> I knew it was coming. I can't believe you let it go that long. <laughs> it was, we talked about comedic timing earlier. <laughs> oh, my goodness. No matter. I could do the spot on perfect walking and, and Delvin would give me the, the thumbs down every time. I've literally told Jared that. I said, I could have my back turned and you could deliver a Christopher Walken impression so spotless that I'm thinking, oh my God, Christopher Walken is behind me. And I would turn and I would see what Jared is like, that's the worst impression ever. (laughs) So this is a long extended bit that you are all a part of. Uh, By the way, you can find me at D-E-E underscore R-A-Y-1977. So what about you, Jason? Well, I can be found at Weasel Skull in the Twitterverse, or I can be found at Jason Albrick on Facebook and Instagram. If you want to interact with us with live chat, join us on our next episode of Doing It Livestream over on YouTube. Our upcoming shows are on Sunday, December 16th and Sunday, January 13th. We always start at 3.30 p.m. Central Time, and you can get signed up for that by looking up Longbox Cruise 
Crusade on YouTube. Please subscribe to our channel and click the bell so you'll get reminder notifications for when we go live. So that's it. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Saturday Matinee Theater. We'll see you next episode for The Case of the Thistle Killer. The meetup location? 221B Baker Street, of course. Hold up my hand. <laughs> oh, that sounds like Plinko and sardines. <laughs> <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.